Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Queer Time Podcast. Occasionally do discussion episodes on this podcast. Today, I have some of my friends with me. This is going to be the largest discussion episode we've had. Hope you enjoy. Introduce yourself, name and pronoun. Hi, I'm Dan. She, her. My name is David and I am he slash him. And so is she, her pronoun. Percy, he, there pronoun. And everyone here is a freshman. Besides me, of course. Mogai, some of these identities are very strange and not really necessary. Tumblr is where you find a lot of Mogai. You can also find it on Twitter, but it's not as common. Here are some things that people identify as. And I don't know if it's serious or if it's a joke, but either way, it's still hurtful to people who actually are non-binary. So some people identify as a star, music, a dog, autism, ocean. A lot of people have been discussing whether things like third gender, agender, gender fluid, and bi-gender. Whether or not they are considered mogai. I consider mogai as things like inanimate objects and stuff you really can't identify as. Third gender, bi-gender, agender, those are all just kind of like non-binary. But what do you guys think about neo-identities? Basically, I identify the star, the void, oh, right, reality, right, right, right. a forest, a flower. Everyone's valid everything. You can identify with what you want, but I feel like it's a little strange to identify with an inanimate object object that you can't even like really associate with very well because like stars and galaxies you aren't like either of those things i feel like this is going to be one of those things where everyone is just kind of like it's not really okay but no one can really do anything about it because it'll just make you and like a bad person yeah that's what i was gonna go go off of you can't like people could say stuff about it like you could say your own opinion about it and stuff like that and say how it's like kind of like weird and like a bit stupid in a way but you're gonna be called names and stuff like that for not agreeing with people and what they identify as but it does come to question does this affect the rest of the community or society in general or like how society looks on the community of like non-binary people yeah, because people might see the more outrageous kind of things. In any community, the most looked upon thing is things that are out of the norm, even for that. It's more extreme cases. Like, you're not going to see a headline about a person not identifying as female or male. You're going to see an article about a person identifying as a star. It's it's more readable. Okay, so one other thing that's like really big in the Mogai community is neo-pronouns. So things other than they, them. So fey, fair, oh. zizer. At the moment, non-binary people are still struggling to get everyone to use they, them. I think that we should start with they, them, and then we can start introducing the other ones. But for now, yeah. everyone should use they, them. I think it's a little too extra. I Like, like why didn't you put it in German? Yeah, like obviously everyone's valid. Everyone do what they want to do. Everyone can identify with what they want and people are going to judge them for whatever they do. I just feel like it's a little extra because we do have they, them and things like that already like laid out for people. It's kind of a burden for like the LGBT community to always coddling the normal like cis have population. But it's just a thing that we have to live with for now until they hear us out. But until then, we shouldn't scare them away using like Z. Plus, the LGBTQ community is already going through a lot of stuff and like people being kind of toxic because they've heard that people are toxic and that. And also, 
because people are trying to make pedophilia like a sexuality. That's actually considered MOGA. So anything outside of lesbian, gay, bi, bi pan, oh, trans, queer. yeah, queer, non-binary. So anything outside of like what you normally associate with the LGBTQ community uh, is technically MOGA. Like pedophilia. I won't, we won't, I won't ever accept pedophilia. Yeah. The yeah. I don't it's, think it's, it's not acceptable. It's a not, it's not a it has a flag. Like, I know. But people, so me, Danny, David watched a video on it. Yeah. This guy was like, pedophilia is more of like a sexuality because you have a sexual attraction to children. And we're just like, um, no, that shouldn't be a thing in general, but it's worse that it's going into the LGBTQ community. Hey guys, sorry for the quick audio switch. We didn't have time to finish this session when everyone was together, so we're gonna finish it over a call. So a lot of Mogai identities are actually not bad. Some of them are decent, one of them being gynosexual, which means the feeling of sexual or romantic attraction toward femininity. Usually this is used for non-binary people because we really can't say like, oh, I'm straight because since we're non-binary, boy goes to girl and girl goes to boy, right? But non-binary, it doesn't really go anywhere. Oh, it's just there. Yeah. What do you think of having a whole identity for it? I think there should be subclasses, not whole things. Or maybe you can just like whoever you like. You don't need labels. But I know it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So a lot of people say that Mogai is kind of just useless because like a lot of the Mogai, it's just subsections of what you already have. One of the Mogai things, I can't remember the, the name right now, but it's basically saying you're bi, but you prefer girls. You can still just say you're bi. It just makes it more confusing for not only people in the LGBT community to figure out what their identity is, but for people outside the community to figure out what is what. So like, what do you guys think? It's somewhat useless, like to a degree at least, because some things, yeah, it can be important, but other things I think probably is unnecessary. I don't really know, but there's probably more to this whole situation. Remember how earlier I mentioned bisexuality but you are yes it's semi. called semi-bisexual bisexuality uh, but with attraction to only one gender what that, uh, that's, that's just that's being straight yeah. That's just kind that's, of trying a little too hard. That's just straight. What? Just call yourself straight. It's not that hard. Not wrong, but apparently people are like, oh yeah, I'm bi, but I just like this gender more. Just call yourself straight. It's okay. You don't have to curb to today's standards of a lot of kids or people coming out and stuff. Um, just say you're straight. It's okay, man. Yeah, no one's judging you. So for this little bit, I'm gonna say like different Mogai identities. And I want to see if you guys know it. Ready? Yeah, sure. New gender. Oh, I've heard of it. Oh, really? I've heard of it, but I forgot what it was. That's Andrew for you. So, it's when you so prefer to go by it, go. it's itself pronouns. So, this oh, one yeah, isn't... yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, one actually isn't was... as bad as other ones, but it's there's still actually a someone confusing. that I, I think there's actually someone that I follow on my Instagram who goes by it pronouns, I think. Percy, as somebody who uses they, them pronouns, how do you feel about new gender? I mean, you can vibe, I guess, but like, it's 
usually referred to for like an inanimate object and I don't think yeah. that it should necessarily be used for a human being since there are already pronouns in place that allow you to identify neutrally they them and stuff I just feel like it isn't necessary because it's already used for something that cannot breathe cannot speak cannot do anything except for just like sit there unless someone picks it up or something here are three terms that are pretty popular as I have seen Fempodius, Maspodius, and Neopodius. Maspodius, liking all genders but having a strong preference toward masculine aligned genders. Fempodius uh. is the same as Maspodius but preference towards females. Neopodius, liking all but having a strong preference towards neutral aligned genders. I mean, you could just use the proper terminology and then just say, hey, I have a preference for this but I'm open to everything. I don't think it's generally necessary, such as the it thing, but whatever. You could vibe as well. <laughs> Do you think that these identities should become more well known and become part of the LGBTQ community, or do you think it would be fine just having them not really, not like not exist, but not be as well known, so that those who haven't seen the community as much and those in it won't start questioning not just so you their mean identities. Like those certain ones, just anything in Mogai, the entire. I mean, you could add, like, the having preferences in, like, subcategories of sexualities, like, pansexual would have a preference towards, you know, and stuff like that, but I don't feel like they necessarily need to have their own category. What do you guys think about identifying as, like, I don't know how to call this an illness, because there is something as depression gender, blind gender, which I just found out, um, obviously you've heard of autism gender, what else? You know what I have to say about that? I have to say, stop. That's, like, literally not okay. Yeah. Like people um, suffer from those kinds of things day to day, and it's not, like, something that you should be identifying with. Whether or not you have that, like, illness. It's really, not you. Yeah, it's not you, and it's not okay, because many people, like, a lot of the population suffers from, like, depression and stuff. And, like, a lot of kids, especially, like, uh, teenagers in high school or middle school and stuff. It's not okay to do that. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Like, associating with serious that. problems is, like, things like that. That's just... Yeah. Especially not autism, because autism is it's extremely hard to live with. For um, everyone involved. Like, yeah. For, like, if you have a friend, if you have a friend with autism, that can be hard for you. If your friend having autism, it's hard for them. Hard for their family. Hard for, like, every other their friends. Hard like, for everyone. Just kind of, like... Everyone involved has a hard fact, time. Yeah. Undermining the fact that these things are, like, legitimate issues. Like, you can't identify with that kind of stuff. And if identifying with mental illness or any kind of illness implies that that person is hoping to gain access to, like, I don't know, like, supportive ways to help their made-up illness, like, to help them, I don't know, like, for, like, I'm not saying depression is a made-up illness, no, <coughs> I'm saying that the fact that they're faking having depression problematic because maybe like they I don't know because there's there's been many people look at my like my situation and how I cope with depression and including my learning disability some people want that and just are jealous like taking advantage of the things that you don't need to make your work easier is really not okay so I actually got it a little wrong blindness gender is a gender for when your perception of gender is affected by either partial or complete blindness. I mean, even like, then, I just don't Your eyes not like... working? Yeah, but some people who identify
by it. Like I'm looking through some of the notes on this Tumblr post. Some of the people who identify it say that they aren't blind. Like they have low prescription glasses and they identify as that. I mean, regardless, whether you're like all the way blind, one eye, pers- high prescription, low prescription, not even having glasses at all. That's a disability so- still- is sexuality. It's still kind of messed up because in a way it's kind of like romanticizing a mental illness it's just kind of messed up to people who have the illness and aren't like okay with people identifying as that and it's also not necessarily the best like thing to identify as and i think it messes with people who are outside of the community how they view those of us who are in it people with social media platforms like tumblr which is where you're finding them, could very easily be perturbed by how some of us portray ourselves and probably would not want to associate or even consider like liking anybody in the lgbtq community yeah like one of the things obviously is the whole attack helicopter yeah that was the joke well that's a meme yeah yeah there's a difference between a meme and like an actual sexuality because the attack helicopter nobody actually like unless there is a thing for that on mogai actually would truly identify with that most likely because we all know that when it was posted it was a meme it was not a legitimate thing people were like i actually identifies an attack helicopter that is very offensive to me for you to be making fun of me it's just kind of like hey this is a funny meme take it (laughs) i still think that things like that are hurtful when you say hey I'm non-binary and I don't identify as either a lot of non-binary people get attacked about it some of the MOGA things like I identifying as a star as a galaxy a forest a fairy a dragon which are all genuine identities in MOGA can be really hurtful because then it gives this kind of misconception about the LGBTQ community I mean, yeah, it can be, but if you know that, like, a lot of these things just, like, aren't accepted into our community regardless, because, like, we find it, I don't know, not necessarily, like, weird, because people in the LGBT community are considered strange, or whatever, and stuff like that. It's kind of just a separate category of those kinds of people who are like, I want to identify with this, and then they're like, okay, and then it's made a thing, like, the pedophilia thing. But yes, it can create a bad imprint on people who are, like, legitimately defined as non-binary or trans and stuff it can still be very hurtful but the main reason for phobia and stuff like that discrimination is just the fact that people believe i feel like the main thing about like all of that is just like the strange part of mogai that is very questionable there are bad parts of mogai there are also those kind of like to me neutral parts where it's like okay i guess you can vibe it's just kind of unnecessary you know, like, lgbtq is the outside face of kind of the community and Mogai is kind of like subcategories or like the, or the subcategory wacky. that hasn't been accepted yet. It's something that it's just so much. I feel like if more people get involved in Mogai they'll see how some of them are not okay and some of them are okay. I feel like it'll just plan it out. Yeah, it's just kind of like there are those people in the Mogai community as well as in the LGBT community. There's always going to be bad well. people in the community. Yeah, there's bad people everywhere. The world is very, very toxic and no matter what even if mogai didn't exist i can still guarantee that people would say things oh you identify as whatever like some sort of inanimate object or some sort of random animal or something i'm sure that it would still happen all the time regardless of mogai existing and that's all for today's episode of queer time podcast as always if you have any questions email me at queertimepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or dm on twitter or instagram hope to see you next time on scott center bye